Oh damn, we're in trouble now. Hi. Welcome. Two. Oh my god. See, that's the problem is we can't have nice things with with you. Me? Mm-hmm. This is like do you like that little like me? Yeah, you play what the are you victim. Yeah. About? Yeah. No. I know, it's like I'm that um remember that little character on um Oh, Galaxy Quest? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, they're all sweet and innocent. Yeah. And it's like nothing but like teeth. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah I know. You know, you know that, that, that's just part of my charm, I keep saying. Is oh, it, and we haven't even said it. Welcome back to another edition of We're in Trouble Now. There it is. There it is. Well, it's just like yesterday. Um, well, when Ken was cutting your hair, yeah. after you after you got done cutting, he, looked, you, he was visibly sweaty because <laughs> you were making him sweat. He was so nervous I, because you, you, you have like this like intimidating kind of thing. Because I, I, I was so funny because like you do this thing and Tom Segura has this bit where he meets Mike Tyson. Yeah. And Mike Tyson, like um, they're talking about like Netflix. Okay. Right. And Mike Tyson goes, my wife watches Netflix. And he just like stares at Tom Segura. Yeah. You do the exact same thing where like you'll, you're very intimidating in terms of like, you'll like, you'll say something and then you just stare, you just stare. <laughs> so it's like, now you say something, bitch. <laughs> And like, and like I said that to, to Ken yesterday, he goes, oh my God, that's it. That's what it is. Because you'll, you'll, like with your haircut, you were like, more. And you like, you like, you gave him the rock smoldering intensity. Yeah. And you just like, you just stare. And then like, he, like he's a big dude and he was visibly very afraid. <laughs> See, because that's just funny because it's like, sometimes I really don't, I really truthfully don't, I don't. I mean, part of me knows I do it. And the other part of me sometimes doesn't realize I'm doing what I'm doing. Sure. You know, because it's, it's hard because it's like, I had to be independent for so long Mm -hmm. that sometimes I forget how, um, I forget I got Papa in me, Mm. you know, it's just like, sometimes it's just no nonsense. I gotta be an ass ass kicker sometimes. Yeah. But like, it's, it's weird. Yeah. Um, I feel bad for Ken afterwards. I did not realize I was doing that to mm -hmm. him. Yeah. You do to everybody. But okay, so now let me ask you: Do you consider that a bad thing? What? <laughs> Smoldering. No, well, I mean, in the right context or in the wrong context, yeah, it can be kind of weird. Like, give me an example of what the wrong context. I don't know. Be. Well, just like in general, I mean, like, well, that guy at Starbucks, right? And he, he was like, "Hey, what's your nationality?" And you're like, "I'm white." And you, <laughs> and you're like, oh, he's like, "Oh, okay." Okay, you know, now forget, that was just me being for, socially. Involved. Forgive me for trying to start a conversation. You okay, know? Le- well, let's go ahead and and give the context, the back context sure. of that, because that just makes me sound racist. What? How? You're like, I'm white. Well, you know, you, you have to do the backstory right, to well, this one. Well, it doesn't make you racist. Well, I mean, it's like, I, okay, the backstory. Here's the backstory. Here's the backstory. Robert and I, um, we went to Starbucks mm-hmm. um, a while ago to do, I think we were working on some other project. I, if I remember correctly, we were doing like your bio thing for the GCF when you did yes. a small little stint with the GCF. Yes. So, and there was a gentleman there. there now, was. I haven't dated in decades that is not true for years there you go you okay can't, yeah you're a little over exaggerated well i am a little bit um i don't know see here's the thing this is like i know i do this okay we're getting off subject so anyway so we were in starbucks and that's when you had long hair mm-hmm. i had curly hair because i Did just I started yeah hair? because i just started with the gcf and you hadn't gone to indonesia yet or you already had because you had long hair in indo I did. I don't remember. I don't remember. You did because he mentioned our hair. Did I? He did. Oh. 
Okay. Oh, did he? Okay. Yes. So we were outside and we were working on the, the bio yeah. and I went in to use the restroom and I walked by the guy and he was in all fairness just trying to flirt with me. Sure. Okay. You make it sound like that's bad though. It was. <laughs> this man thought I was attractive. Gross. <laughs> that's you know, okay. like, That's the second part of the conversation. Let's just get through the story right. so I can explain oh, myself. Okay. So what did this fucking barbarian do? <laughs> Trying to hit on my mom. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. So, okay. So I walk into the bathroom the and he was just really truthfully just trying to start a conversation. Yeah. So the only thing that he could was, you know, he's all like, hey, um, is that your son? And I'm like, yes, it is. And he's like, I could tell because you all, you both had the same hair. Okay. All right. In con, you know, on the outside looking in, it's very non-threatening. It's an observational It's an observation. Yeah. So then conversation started. So he's all like, okay, now I'm going to go to step number two. Step number two was continue the conversation. Well, he threw me off with step number one. Yeah. So instantly I'm like, he's talking to me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, he's all like, so he mentioned the hair and mm-hmm. then he's like, well, what nationality are you? Mm-hmm. Well, I panicked. Mm. All right. And we had just gotten back the DNA test for Barbu, And I realized that I was literally three things. Yeah. You were like the, you're in the entire UK. Yes. So you're Irish and like English and. Yes. So instead of like, you know what? I was thinking of it like I'm just very this instead of saying like I'm you know, French, German, or English. Yeah. I just came out, I'm like, I'm white. And he's like, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Literally just like shrugs well, his shoulders. Because what do you say to that? Like, do you need help? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should yeah. I call somebody yeah. for you? Well, I think, you, I, well, that's okay. So like, and, and to back up further, it's a it's a common question for us because we we don't, our, 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 we look a lot different mm-hmm. than a normal person. Like people come up to me and they ask my ethnicity all the time. Yeah. You know, because when I had long hair, especially I looked, um, you know, Aryan yeah. and I look very, very similar And Aryan. He's uh, he's, he's Persian. And then I also get like, you know, Spanish and Italian and Greece and, you know, so it's, it's a, it's a normal question to ask. Uh, you did not give a normal answer. No, but, no. but he threw me off with the whole opening yeah, the up, whole of, coming up and who approaching knows you. where this conversation could have gone. Yeah. You know, maybe dinner, but Oh, so no, I'm just saying it's like, so that's, I know I'm socially and awkward sure. in those cases. So that's why I don't usually answer questions like that by telling people the color of my skin. There you go. So, and yes, I know that I do that because I was talking to somebody the other, we were out somewhere and I remember looking and I'm like, hey, what's that fucking guy looking at? Yeah. You're like, mom, he thinks you're attractive. I'm like, huh. <laughs> yeah, you do that all the time. You're like a little alley cat. <laughs> yeah. Like your little street claws. Yeah, you know? yeah. My little tail gets all puffy and I'm mm-hmm. all like, what are you looking at? Yeah. Well, maybe, well, I don't know. Maybe have you, you're just like so used to getting like those weird stares because of your tattoos or maybe how you dress that you forget that people can genuinely like, you're like, Oh, she, there's an attractive woman. Absolutely. You know, you know, and, and a lot of it is, you see, it's such a fine line being a woman. It is really there. It's such a difference between somebody looking at you and admiring you for your looks and mm-hmm. somebody looking at you in a lecherous way. Sure. All right. One is like, Oh, that's a compliment. The other one is like, I need to start swinging. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. It's not okay for, it's not okay for a woman to be out in public and not feel safe. Mm. That just sucks. Mm. 
you know, so sometimes I have a tendency to be more like, you know, stranger danger instead of just being like, you know, what, maybe they're just trying to be nice. Yeah. So, yeah, I have a tendency to scratch first and ask questions. Yeah, later. when you hear hoofs, you just start swinging. You don't think horse. You're just like violence. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I woke up for violence today. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's an interesting point. And that's one thing that I just, you know, that I don't know a whole lot of is, you know, like you say, like being a woman and not feeling comfortable in your surroundings or, you know, you you never really can let your guard down kind of thing, never. especially nowadays. No. You know, like you were telling me yesterday about the Uber thing, you know, how you check the doors and make sure you yeah. can unlock them before you actually like get in the Uber. And that's nothing. I That's something I would never, ever think about. Yeah. You know, it is a constant scratch in the back of your head it's just i mean like even when you're in your own home mm-hmm. you know what at night i make sure the doors and windows are locked yeah you know and that is why and sometimes you're all like you know we mm-hmm. we're super safe and i'm like but it's just something that is like as a as a woman you just have to constantly be careful of it in fact yesterday i was going to ask you but we had to get on the plane sooner but you know we were waiting for the flight and we were at um, SFO and I went to go use the restroom mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, on the back of the door, there was a sticker and there was like all these writing, you know, somebody had handwritten like all of these messages on this sticker. Really? Yeah. And the messages were, um, you are loved, you are valued, you know, you have a voice. And I'm like, that really made me stop. And I'm like, what is this sticker all about? So I read it and it was a message to anybody who was um, caught up in human trafficking, mm. you know, and I'm like, wow, you know what, you know, it was somebody who was like, who maybe would be using the restroom. And that was a message to them that there's hope for them that, you know, it was in all different languages that they could go to somebody and yeah. ask for help. And my question to you was, is do you ever see anything like that in any of your bathrooms? It, well, in the San Francisco airport, definitely not because mm-hmm. it's usually, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know if it's like just a, a thing that's there, but nobody in San Francisco airport, whether they're domestic or international or travelers or anything like that, nobody knows how to flush a toilet. <laughs> and so like, it, it's, it's usually a war zone. So where you have like a very like, you know what, like it's an, like an inspirational, like, Hey, you know what? You were loved. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you value, you matter. And in the dude's airport bathroom, it's usually just everybody for themselves. Tuck and run. Yeah. Um, sorry about the smell kind of thing. It's terrible. Really? It's not a good time. See that just, yeah. yeah Cause our, I mean the women's bathroom apparently is very clean, yeah. but, and also a refuge for human yeah, trafficking. No, it's, a, it's a literal dumpster fire in the male bathroom. And if you work at San Francisco airport, you know it because I would do, I went, okay. So I went to the one closest to us Yeah. and I went, opened a stall. There's poop. Oh, and then the other one, there's two, there's, but they have automatic flushers. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Not only is it automatic, but you can press a button and apparently neither, neither of those things Work. Maybe it's just so abused. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they just get ran through. And you see, like, but the problem is, is that in society, women are taught not to poop in public. Yeah. So all of us are just waiting to get back home to shit. Really? Yeah. That's I mean, weird. it's so weird. It's like you know, it. It's like it's almost like we're not allowed to poop. Sure. You know. In Africa, the, the, <laughs> I hope Natasha's listening to this. But um, you know she is. Yeah, when she would, when like the first day that she we ended up meeting up because she ended up spending the the trip with us. Um, she was saying that she has like all these unwritten rules for Africa, and the first rule for Africa is to make sure the toilets work. Yeah. And um, I actually made a TikTok about it, and I posted it, and then there people were like giving me shit for 
like that. There's somebody who put us in the comments and they were like, um, way to overgeneralize Africa uh, as a whole. I'm like, okay, dude, what are you, like the toilet emperor? Like some toilets just don't work. The right. same here, in, like just like in San Francisco Airport, they may not flush. You know, it's an important rule, especially too, because like if you go to like somebody's house. Are you in Africa? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like if you go to somebody's house, right? And like, you're like, hey man, thank you for inviting me. Also too, um, I blew up the bathroom and I can't flush it. Like it's, you know, (laughs) it's just common courtesy. And and I mean, if you like, if you like shake hands with your host and leave, they're going to know who did it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You you, you might as well call it out. Yeah. And so she was just like, yeah, just make sure that, because sometimes the bathrooms don't work. It's a thing, you know, sometimes you go and I've been, and I've experienced it. You go to the bathroom that it doesn't flush or there's no water or, you know, there's a whole multiple of problems that can happen. Like it's yeah. a good rule. And people are like giving me shit. I'm like, okay, poo poo emperor king. Apparently yeah. like what ivory tower do you live in where every single toilet you use works? Apparently they don't travel to San Francisco. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. So our, our, our bathrooms don't have anything like that. Yeah. Um, Nobody washes their hands too. Like if you really, dude, if you're a dude or like if you're a woman and you're like, Hmm, I wonder if that guy washes his hands. It's a no. That is just so most, most freaking nasty. Most, I don't want to say like, I don't, again, I don't want to overgeneralize, but like there's not a lot of dudes that don't wash their hands. Well, because you know, you're not, there's not a whole lot operating. You just unzip, whip it. And then, but you are literally touching your penis and then you're going out and you're using the ATM. Yeah. So you might as well just be like, Hey, before I use the ATM, I'm going to touch. I'm just saying there's a good, there's a good, that's a good number. I'd say like 50, 50. Wow. Okay. And if ever I have never been, you know, I'm a champion now for gloves and hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's, that's what's kind of, that's what the one thing that's kind of nice about the pandemic though, is there's hand sanitizer everywhere. Yeah. You know, so. Hand sanitizer, poop and uh, all deal. Yeah. The Sorry. Other. You had like a really, you had like a really like cool inspirational thing. And I'm just like, haha, toilet humor. Yeah. But I mean, it's just, it will, it, it's all going back to just, you know, I think I just carry that chip on my shoulder because it's like I do get a lot of the looks that I do get are more they're not so much like I think you're attractive Mm -hmm. and again it's maybe it's an older guy thing but I get a lot of looks of like wow I know where you got those tattoos oh people say that yeah I mean it's just the look you can Mm -hmm. see the look you know I mean I know the look yeah you know I've had guys come up to me like you know oh you must be wild Mm. I'm like, you must be stupid. Yeah, that's a you weird know? thing. Well, it's also too, as I, I feel like dudes just don't know how to approach a woman. Maybe that that's, maybe well that's just be. all they knew. Maybe they're like, well, I don't know what to say. So maybe I'll just say this. And then it was like, it ends up being the stupid thing. Like, you know, what nationality are you? Or Yeah. And you know what? And the thing is, is like, I guess maybe because I was just, I'm so programmed to, for the other, when somebody mm-hmm. actually tries to ask me like a decent question, mm-hmm. my brain just shuts down. Sure. You know, but, um, what I was going to say was, what was I going to say? Oh, darn it. I just totally lost what I was going to say. And it was really good. So keep talking, then I'll remember. Um, but yeah. it, okay, guys and tattoos. <laughs> okay. And then approachability, you know, because I, I feel like, well, it's weird too, because I feel like the younger people have no problem approaching you. You know, like, yeah. when we, like when, you know, like, like when, like in, um, Doc Martin's store, everybody approached you and, you know, you had a really good time and you're a very approachable person. You're a very personal person. So like if anybody took the time to talk to you, they'd be like, oh, this is a really nice person. Oh, you I know? remember. What okay, I was gonna say. All right. See, now here's the thing as a, and for any of the guys listening out there, you know, when, when you go to talk to a woman and, and I don't know if this is like, I just don't know why some guys do this, but it's almost like they're, they think like. If they come across as like, and I'm sorry, Robert, I know you're your mom. I'm your mom. You are my mom. 
Yeah. Okay. Not right. Not at this moment. Ew. But if guys come across to you, they'll be like, "Hey, you know, like that really overly sexual, like kind of like, kind of like, hey, baby, you know, oh, kind sure. of way." Yeah. To me, that's not a compliment. Well, but there's nothing complimenting about it. Right. If you want to compliment me, tell me that I'm smart, strong, mm-hmm. you know, this and that. But just for the simple fact that they come across like, yeah, I'll do you, well, you know. Well, if, yeah, if you're going to pay somebody a compliment, give them a compliment. You yeah. know, like, like you walk into somebody like, yo, baby. I mean, that's weird. I, I don't know anybody alive who would say that. But like, I, I don't think a compliment should be like your sexuality kind of thing. Like, oh, you're hot. <laughs> You'd you know, be surprised. Like, yeah, again, which is weird a, though, because like, I mean, if I wanted to, I find somebody attractive after I've talked to them. Like, like obviously there's a physical attraction. Like, you know, this person's mm-hmm. attractive, but like if I'm like attracted to somebody, I'm going to talk to them. And if like, you know, if there's something there, then, the, then, then I'll find that attraction. But I wouldn't just like, hey, 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 baby. Yeah. Well, a lot of times women are just overly sexualized where, you know, their only merit is Mm -hmm. like on a sexual nature. Mm. And to me, that's very insulting because there's so much more to us than just that. So I think sometimes it's like, again, it's really hard because it's like, you just never know what you're going to get. Are are you going to get that one person who's going to be rude? Are you going to get that one person who's just going to be like, who, you know, are you going to get somebody who's going to just generally be decent and be like, Hey, what's your nationality? Yeah. Or like, or maybe you get the dude who just won't take no. And that is a very, you know, that's a very, um, that's a very real thing. I remember one time, and and I know that you're too young to remember this, but it's when we lived at the first house and we were at Stater Brothers Mm -hmm. and it was you and Brandon, you know, probably, I don't know, four and two or however, you guys were really young. When we were separated? When you separated dad? No, I was still, we were still together. Oh, so that was young, young. You were young, young. And I remember walking, walking into, trying to walk into Stater Brothers. Mm-hmm. I was going through the parking lot. Some guy came passing me and he literally looked at me. He's like, yeah, I would fuck you. Really? Yeah. He said that? Right to my face. Whoa. And I, I instantly felt threatened. Yeah. You know? And then I'm like, how many women has he done this before? Mm-hmm. So he was parked like maybe two cars away from where from where we parked and you know looking back on it now probably not the safest thing to do but I turned around put you guys back in your car seats and I went over and just ripped him a new house oh really knocked on his window he like rolls it down and I every other you know I get to that point where it's like I know my mouth is going but I just see red and I just really felt like I needed to do that for myself sure you know, I needed to do that for other women who maybe feel victimized because yeah. he was just going to drive well, you away. You flipped the script. You know, yeah. you, you went from being a victim to the aggressor. Yeah. And trust me, he could not get away fast enough. Sure. And Granted, not a safe choice. I know that now and I'm very thankful that nothing happened. But it's it's like that happens on a daily basis yeah. to a lot of women. Yeah. So it's just, you know, it's just, again, you know, I'm constantly like, you sure. know. Well, it's just like with any situation, you're like, okay, where are my exits? You know, who is a possible threat? But it's pretty sad when when you're just walking into Stater Brothers. Yeah, no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's by any means acceptable. I'm not saying it's right. And it's, it's very sad in a way. Yeah. 
Um, and you know what the thing is, is that he picks, he would have picked his victims carefully. Sure. Because I mean, for example, like when we were at Sprouts, we were walking at Sprouts, nobody's going to walk by me and say that because mm-hmm. you would break them. Yeah. You know, but I was a young mother, you know, I was, you know, I had mm-hmm. children with me. I, I, you know, probably threat level was very low sure. until he figured out that the, he just said that to the spawn of Satan. Well, it's interesting <laughs> you said, uh, you, you said victim when he chooses his victim. And I thought oh, yeah. that, that's a really interesting way of putting it because it's not, you know, because that's what it is, you know, because yeah. there's nothing, there's nothing there other than this is me, you know, putting my sexuality on you kind of yeah. thing. He got his pleasure by knowing he did that to me. Exactly. You know, he, it felt demeaning. It was felt this, he, he you know, like I said, at that moment, mm-hmm. I was an easy, he thought I was an easy target. Sure. Little did he know you're crazier than fucking batshit. Yeah. Oh, it's interesting though, because just talking about it, I remember when I posted that TikTok about, cause I'm, you know, I'm trying to learn Spanish mm-hmm. and one of the things that's, you know, making me want to learn Spanish is because there's that girl at the gym who she's from Colombia. She doesn't speak English very well. And Des, you know, Des and her are, you know, they, they try to talk and you know, she, she knows enough to kind of get by. And so her and Des are, you know, whenever we walk by her, you know, her and Des talk and, you know, she talks to me and I'm like, oh, you know what? It'd be really hard to be in a country that you don't know the language. Right. And I was like, oh, it'd be kind of cool, you know, if like I learn Spanish and then we can kind of like, you know, we can, she can have a friend kind of thing. And I remember posting that TikTok and one of the comments was, you know, like women don't want to be flirted at at the gym. And I was like, okay, but like in no point in the TikTok or just in any, in any instance was I like, oh, I'm going to learn Spanish so I can flirt with her. And like, it's kind of hard too, because like, at what point are you, I guess, what point are you flirting with somebody? And then like, what point are you just trying to like be friendly? You know, because I just wanted to be, you know, I, just, I, I thought it'd be cool if somebody, if she had a friend, you know? Right. And it, but unfortunately, you get generalized and punished for the actions of others. Sure. You, I mean, even though you were not anywhere remotely mm. like that, you're still a guy. Mm. So you're going, to, people don't know you're not like that until they know you. Sure. That's, that's fair. You know, and unfortunately, that's just the way, it, you know, that's just, and unfortunately that's just the way it is yeah it it just sounds super tiring it is sometimes it is very mentally just like i'm just like i'd be so worn out it's just it becomes a way of life sure you know it's like when i walked in my car at work i mean i look around Mm -hmm. i just don't you know i'm constantly trying to figure out again you know and it's we live in a really safe city, but still, it's like that one instance that you're that just... Yeah, that doesn't mean you're not prone to danger, though. Yeah. Yeah. And, and But I've always been, you know, I've always been... That's just the way I was raised. It's like, you know, you don't run from a fight. But mm. there's a lot of women out there that don't... Haven't been raised to have that voice. Well, maybe they just... They don't have that confidence. Or they're yeah. like, you know, like, I'm, I'm the victim kind of thing instead of like, you know what, I'm going to take my power back. And I, right. and I definitely think self-defense and I think having the right you know, like pepper spray or a knife or a taser, I think, and I'm all for that. Yeah. You know, I think, and, and it's unfortunate and it's so sad that women have to arm themselves, you know, that there's so many shitty dudes out there, but you know, I'm all for it, you know, pepper spray yeah. these bitches. I don't. And you know, that's not to say like, I mean, violence happen, happens against men also, Sure. but it's the majority of it is, mm-hmm. you know, younger women or mm-hmm. just women in general. Yeah. You know, and, and then, you know, we have to deal with societies of like, well, what would, you know, if, if something were to happen and a woman gets attacked and, you know, not only that, but they have to deal with like, well, what was she wearing? Yeah, sure. You know, and it's like, oh, for fuck's sakes, mm-hmm. you know, that just, and it's, 
it's things like that that just irritate me. And it's like, it's like nails on a chalkboard. Mm -hmm. And I know for a fact that, you know, I get, I get told all the time I'm too, I'm too strong, you know, like mentally or just the, my attitude, Mm. you know, it's like, um, like Rob from the Great Blind, God rest his soul. Sure. Um, he, in the nicest way, sweet man. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was just older. A little, a little yeah. bit older school. But he would tell me, you know, he'd be like, Lonnie, I love you dearly. But if you want to find a man, you just have to not be so you. You, you have to be, you know, you, you just need a man more. Sure. And I'm like, no, I don't want one if I have to do that. Mm. So it's like, it's really weird. It's like, on one hand, you know, I had to be a single mom. I had to raise my kids. I had to fight. I had to do this. And then on the other hand, it's like, well, sorry, but now you're unattracted to the male species. See, I'm, it's weird because I, I think of that sometimes too. And I'm like, I'm, I'm perfectly okay being single, but like, I, but I know what I want in, a, mm-hmm. in terms of like a partner. And if it takes me a little longer to find it, then so be it. But I'm not going to compromise because I'm lonely right. to find somebody who I don't potentially find to be a good match, you know, kind of thing. And so, yeah, you can say, I, like, I, I would argue that I would have high standards, but I just know what I'm looking for. Right. You know? Right. And, and again, it's like um, I was telling you earlier, it's like on a, a Google search, you know, if a woman has high standards, she's narcissistic. Mm. You know, why can't a man be and I'm, I'm not going to be like all soapboxy on this but why a man can be picky a man can be older um successful date whoever he wants and people applaud him sure for having that status a woman does the same thing and she's a narcissistic bitch you know yeah. but that's just society and it's really up to us as women whether or not we want to listen to it or mm-hmm. if we just want to do our own thing now what would make i because i didn't see this video or read the article or whatever it is but what would make a woman narcissistic just not wanting to date certain dudes or though the context of what i saw was it's older women who and i'm just i'm shaking my head just in case you can't see me who, older women who are confident Mm -hmm. and know what they want and making their male suitors not feel desirable what do you mean by not feel desirable like is there no is there no attraction because because then that's just a that's a platonic relationship again it was more of where the man should have been in charge Mm -hmm. and it's the man's world to pick a mate Mm -hmm. that if he tries to pick a mate who doesn't want him back She's narcissistic. Oh, okay. Sure. That makes sense. Well, that's not stupid. It is, you know, but the thing is, is like, it's a, it's a, a belief, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's okay for people, you know, people think that that's okay to think like that. And well, it's, a, it's, it's a lazy way of thinking. Well, to me, it's like, okay, so she doesn't like you. Get over it. You know, you're not her type. Mm -hmm. Again, she's a strong, successful woman over 50 who knows what she wants. Mm -hmm. She's not the problem. Yeah, exactly. You know, for, for, for decades and for years, women have been just subjectified like an object to where we have to appeal ourselves to men, Mm. you know, and I'm just like, yeah, you know, I don't get it. I'm right. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, it's weird because like, it, you know, if I'm looking like if somebody was like, well, what's your type? It would be not a narcissist, but I would want a strong, independent woman, you know, or somebody who doesn't 
necessarily have to do everything with me. Right. But it'd be like, hey, your company would be would make this better. Like you don't have to come, but having you with me would be a lot better. Right. You know, kind of thing. And and I like you know like I don't want to be the whole reason for this because I was kind of like with a couple of my other girlfriends. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was like. I couldn't catch a break. And I was like, I just need my space. I just need this. Like I, I want somebody with their own life and I, and I get to be a part of that life. Right. I don't want to be her whole life. You know, I don't want to be like the, the son that, you know, the center well, they're of the drawing, universe. They're, you're, they're drawing their energy from you. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, you know, like I just want to be like, Oh dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, what's your week look like? Oh, yeah. sick. That's awesome. Let's, you know, you know, let's do this plan or that plan. And then, mm-hmm. you know, we'll coincide in this. And that's, that's who I'm looking for. Right. You know, somebody who's rad and can do cool shit. But there, you know, that's really cool because, but there are relationships out there that are um, codependent. Yeah. Where somebody needs that and then, but somebody needs to be needed, mm. you right. know? Well, that too. And maybe they're, and I just looking back at some things, it's maybe somebody finds their self-worth through others. So like if so-and-so loves me, then I'll love myself kind of stuff. Absolutely. And unfortunately, a lot of the relationships that I had when you were younger that were your example, which are you almost it's almost like the baby bird syndrome. It's like you were going to be like, you know what? I'm going to love you more than anybody's ever loved you in your whole life. So you're going to love me back. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily the case. Yeah. You know, you can't love somebody into loving you. you know, I always used to go into it being like, I'm going to be the best girlfriend that you've ever had. And you're going to love me so much for that, that things are going to be perfect. And things were always shitty, mm-hmm. you know, so. I sitting back witnessed you and Brandon both doing the same thing Mm -hmm. where you would go, where you and he would go into relationships of like, I'm going to be the best thing that's ever happened to you. And then you just don't get that love back the way that you invested. And it It destroys you. Yeah. I got really like, there's a couple of relationships where I was like, Oh my God, it was was really hard. Yeah. You know? And it was interesting too, because it wasn't until later that like, I don't remember where I read it, but it was like, you know, that person, that person who just takes and takes and takes from you and, you know, that they don't really love you. They just love the person that they don't have to love back, you know, where right. that, where that person just invests their hundred percent time and energy into them where they're like, oh, well, I don't need to love this person because they, they're doing all the work. Right. You know? Well, and it's almost too, it's like, they're almost like, like a, um, a sieve, like a spaghetti yeah. strainer. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's just there's holes and they Mm -hmm. just you keep pouring all this love and affection into it and it just leaks right out the bottom so they constantly have to have it re Mm -hmm. re um reapplied and it's very emotionally draining for that person who just keeps on trying to you know i'm gonna love i'm gonna love the bad right out of you sure what oh sorry no no go ahead i was just gonna say for as for as shitty as those relationships are they're almost necessary in a way because it wasn't until I forget where I read it again, but it was like, you know, I didn't know what love was until I figured out what it wasn't. Right. And I, I've learned, you know, you learn quick what you don't want in your next relationship. See, man, that's the whole key. It's that you learned. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people just have this reoccurring pattern that they don't stop for decades. Mm. And it's when you, you have to see that reoccurring pattern in order to stop it. Because, I mean, it was a very long time before I saw that reoccurring pattern mm-hmm. that I wish I had seen it years at you know years in advance yeah you know know? but and again it's just it's like not it's it's like not having any self-worth in myself because I didn't think that I deserve love on my own I felt like I had to earn that love 
Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm not a standalone good enough person to be loved. So I have to fix you in order to deserve your love. Sure. And that's a horrible, horrible. Oh yeah. It's a recipe for a disaster. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Because you just, like I said, you just keep on pouring more energy into something that just, you just don't get anything out. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is at the end, you're like, well, I guess I'm just not good enough. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't good enough for for this person to love me. I guess I shouldn't love myself anymore. Mm -hmm. And then that's where the spiraling of addiction just keeps going deeper and deeper and deeper. Sure. You know? Do you think you, now do you think you would ever date again? Oh, I don't think I wouldn't. I mean, I always look at it as, um, I mean, I am really super happy. Mm. I'm really happy with myself. I'm happy with my life. I'm happy with the content of my life. Um, If somebody could come in and um, enhance it or enjoy it with me. Sure. Absolutely. Um, Would I ever get married again? Absolutely not. That's fair. Never. But you can, you can, you have that right though. You have that right to be with somebody for the rest of your life, but not feel like you're stuck in, you know, you you don't have to worry about marriage. Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. I think they have the most amazing relationship. Mm -hmm. And I always just kind of be like, that's the kind of relationship I want. They didn't have to get married, but they're with each other because they love each other. Yeah. You know, and to me, that's, if something like that were to come along, great Mm. am i going to go looking for it probably not that's fair see a lot of times i think i like the idea of not getting i I, I love the symbolism of it like i I would would really be excited to wear a wedding ring um but i'm not i don't care about a wedding or a ceremony or anything like that and the thing i really liked about being with somebody who not married is at any point either one could split but they choose not to and i feel like that's a lot stronger than what I think, quote unquote, like marriage would be. See, that's a double-edged sword because it both both ideas have some validity. Sure. I mean, it's always but You know, some people are like, well, I don't want to get married because I would like to keep my relationship fresh enough and I want to continue to have to work. on. I don't want to get married and then just take the other person for granted, mm. you know. But on the same token, it's or on a different note, um, sometimes just that symbolism of like, you know, I am going to give you this vow of spending the rest of my life with mm-hmm. you together is cool too. Mm-hmm. But you, you can know? make that promise though. Like you don't have to be married, married. No, no. Yeah. I mean, but there's, I mean, the problem is, is that I think marriage in itself is an institution mm-hmm. that sometimes the paperwork is, has more power okay. than um, the actual relationship. Sure. You know, and it just, it really depends on you, the relationship and who, who the other person is. Okay. You know, so then, okay, so if you would, if you were thinking about, you know, you're not saying no to dating, but what would be, I guess, quote unquote, your type? Because if like all the relationships you've been in were post sobriety, mm-hmm. what would be now that you're kind of like a clear, clear and sober mind and you're, you're kind of, you know, you're a lot more established, you're a lot more independent, you, you're very strong willed. What would be somebody that you could see yourself, you know, being in a relationship with? Well, to me, I'm, I'm going to call him dad. <laughs> I might call him daddy. Oh god. <laughs> Ugh. I just take the wind out of that sail. <laughs> Sorry, I could not resist. Ugh. Okay. Um I am Okay, so I'm not really so much attracted to a physical look, mm-hmm. but I'm attracted more to an energy. Okay. And But there I, has to be a physical connection though. Well, it's yeah, I mean, I, I always say I'm always attracted to a bear energy. Okay. I like a big, strong man. Okay, so like a, like a Grizzly Adams looking dude. Yes. Okay, so we'll paint me a picture. Maybe I'll keep an eye out for him. Um, 
Well, you know, it's really weird. It's uh, it's almost like a type would be, you know, a bigger guy with dark hair and a beard. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. And in, remember um, when we were at the other house, I had that visual of somebody standing behind me. Yeah. And that's basically who he looked like. Wait, the crab fisherman? The, the ghost that was the crab fisherman? Well, it's He just, looked like the dude on the... I'm not attracted the, on, to the ghost. He looked like the dude... You said he looked like the guy on the fish sticks package. Well, he... The, I'm he just, said you said he had like yellow what are the yellow rubber boots. No, it was a black. It was okay. So then don't give me that look. I'm I, was saying, not, could, I was I'm not attracted to um the HR fishing. No wonder you're guy. watching the deadly catch so much, you pervert. <laughs> no, okay. So okay, it's more of just just a strength, a strength okay. about somebody. You know, and that's it doesn't it doesn't have to be, and I just said that just because that's what visualized in my head, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be, you know, it, it could just be somebody who's confident, who has that aura about them mm-hmm. of just confidence and strength and, and, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to be, um, like picky or backstabby or, sure. or whiny or, you know, any, any of those things. And you say, okay, so it makes it more, a little bit more sense now because you say this bear energy, like a little bit more of like a mountain man looking thing. Yeah. Where like in most of the movies and stuff like that, you know, that mountain man, he's very like independent and he's just very like, yep, this is, uh, this is it. He's, I, I would think not so much uh, materialistic. Exactly. And not only that, but let's just say the zombie apocalypse happened. Okay. I would want a weird standard for dating. (laughs) I would want somebody who would be like, okay, I'm going to keep you alive Mm -hmm. instead of like throwing me at the zombies. Okay. Well, you don't want a stockbroker kind of like pushing you out the door. You want, you want the the big guy with an ax or something. Yeah. You're like, well, I've already got an ax. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The one that will be like, don't worry, little lady, I got you. And you like snap him in two. Okay. Instead of, you know, that guy who is all like, all whiny and the the guy you know the one character where it's like you're running from the monsters Mm -hmm. and then the elevator slowly shuts he's the one pushing the clothes yeah and he's the one staring at you like yeah like that Mm -hmm. well it sounds like you like your relationship or the the type of person you want is a lot more it's a sturdy foundation oh yeah yeah it's like where you're like this person knows who he is this person's comfortable being who he is Mm -hmm. and this person lets me be myself with him kind of the male version of me sure You know, Mm -hmm. somebody who's just like, hey, you know what? I've been through some shit, Mm -hmm. but I'm okay. I'm on the other side. And now I just want to enjoy life on the other side. You know, I always say, I always want to be with somebody that if we get into a bar fight, I don't want to have to be the one swinging. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fair point. You know, and uh, trust me, I have dated guys like that. Have you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, it's like, are you going to... Are you gonna you gonna do something you gonna here? Help out or and what? I'll be like, okay, okay, just sit down. I got this. Yeah. And, you know, and to me, that's like it, it's just, and you know what? And and uh, any that is just who I would want as sure. a partner. That's fair. That yeah. makes sense. It sounds like the you know it, it sounds like you know what you want. So. And that's just the whole thing is, is I know what I want Mm -hmm. and I'm just, I just have no need or necessity to, you don't want to waste your time. Yeah. You know, you're like, cause I know what I want. You're Mm -hmm. like, you know, why I beat around the bush? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't make me narcissistic. No. You know what? That makes me okay. Yeah. That makes you confident. Yeah. You know, if anything, if anybody, you know, if any strong bearded men out there, um, you know, want to, I mean, I, I would. I'd be, you know, I'm, and I hope you know that I'm okay with you dating and things like that. And Brandon and I are okay with you dating and having a mm-hmm. life and, and things like that. So I don't ever want you to feel like, oh no, I can't until, 
you know, like the certain time has passed or anything like that. Yeah. If I go on a dating site, I'll be like single mother. <laughs> what? What? I'll be what? like, I'm a single mom. No, because you have grown ass kids. Know. You're no I'm just long, saying. Dude, you haven't been a single mother in like 20 years. I'm just saying. That, that would, ship has sailed. I Don't know. you say That's why I'm saying mother. it's not like that. I Ugh. know that you and Brandon you're would like, be okay. You're like dating some guy. And you're like, I hope you're okay with kids. And he's like, I love kids. <laughs> I've got a seven and a nine year old myself. How old are yours? And you're like 28 and 31. And he's like, Huh? What? <laughs> I've got grandchildren that young. Yeah, F, bro. Yeah, no, I'm just saying I already know that. And that's, I, I just, I just feel like if I, if I push it, it's going to be wrong. Yeah. You know, and I spent so many years in so many bad relationships mm-hmm. that it's like, if a good one came along, great, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just, and, and I know that you and Brandon just want the best for me. Um, but right now, that's my best for me is what I'm doing. Yeah, well, given right now, I don't see. I mean, it'd be hard for you to date. I mean, your your day I have no time. I was gonna say your day is filled before you even wake up. Like your day is already planned, and it'd be really hard for this person to have time with you and have a relationship. And you're like, dude, I don't even have time for myself. Yeah, you know, like, like I can pencil you in at five fifteen yeah, to right? five twenty. Yeah, right. If you want to call me on my ride home, like yeah. you know, we can talk and start talking that. before I yeah. answer the phone because this is going to be quick. Yeah, exactly. Although that person's going to have a hard time because you talk a lot. I got you. Ugh. I'm just kidding, but um, but yeah, and that's the whole thing is is like. Any, you know, relationships, again, I'm totally okay with it so long as it enhances my life. And I guess I've had so many relationships where they've tried to take from me that, you know, it. I don't even know what I would, you know, what I would do with a healthy relationship. Yeah. Well, at that point, it's work. Yeah. You know? You know, and, I, and I, you know what, and maybe I have missed a couple of opportunities of dating with mm-hmm. my more than pleasant social charm. But you know what? That's okay though, too. You know, like, and don't, I feel like, I feel like people put a lot of expectations on like the right one or like my, my one and only kind of thing. And I don't think that's true. I think, you know, where you're at in life, there's always somebody, but it doesn't mean that your life can't change and there can't be somebody else kind of thing. Exactly. And as far as I'm concerned, if you can't look through my quirkiness, you're mm-hmm. not going to, if that's just like the first interaction, you ain't going to last five Yeah, minutes. exactly. Yeah. If, if the line's already drawn at, you know, I'm white or I drink a lot of water yeah. or just weird <laughs> shit like that, then they obviously like that person's not made for yeah a relationship with you and that's and that's perfectly fine exactly you know? and i i really couldn't deal with anybody who would be like you need to tone it down mm-hmm. or don't be i was gonna stupid. ask yeah what's a red flag then a red a re- flag is anybody who would be um like you're you know what you're a little over the top mm-hmm. maybe you or can, you're too much kind of yeah thing. Okay. exactly mm-hmm. and i mean when i was going on those dating sites i would literally people would message me and they would be like I find you very attractive and I would ask you out, but mm. I wouldn't be able to take you to any um, of my company functions because you have a tattoo. Yeah. And that's when I only had one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know what? Maybe I need to start going to some tattoo conventions and find Mr. Right there. Yeah. Or maybe like a, maybe like Sturgis, like a biker. You know what? Place. I just saw something on that and it's, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know if that would be the right place. Well, then start like start hiking, like start walking out like in so Montana I can find Grizzly Adams. Yeah, just start walking around the mountains or something. Yeah, or, like is there like a flapjack flipping competition or something? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I think he's a lumberjack. I don't know either. I'll be like, 
hey, I'll see a bear walk by and be like, hey, does this bear belong to anybody? Yeah, exactly. And then you'll be like, well, that's little ma'am, that's my bear. Or you're like, you find a bear and you like run ahead. You're like, <laughs> you lay down. You're like, oh, there's a bear attack. <laughs> yeah. Somebody come get me. And then he comes in and he like speaks some secret bear language. He's all like, <laughs> and then the bear goes away. Is that what bears sound like? Why does he sound like he's gurgling mouthwash? Because he's a bear. That's what you think bears sound like. What do you like. think a bear sounds like? Ralph. <laughs> Apparently you have not been a lot around with next Apparently you have a French bear. You're like Ralph. Okay, Ralph is not a French word. It'd be like, what would be a French Ralph? Who would be? Souffle. What? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, the bears I've ever heard, they don't really... They just kind of like groan. Yeah, well, that was that was my bear groaning. He was gurgling. Oh, okay. He's all yeah. like, "Well, anyway, the guy's talking bear." Sure. So he's all like, "Wouldn't he? Wouldn't you want the guy who you're dating to fight the bear?" No, no, no. He's friends with nature. Oh, okay. He just talks to the bear and makes the bear. He tells the bear, "Don't worry, I'll take care of her and oh, okay. make sure she leaves yeah. your forest yeah. un- unhurt." Hey, we apologize on behalf of people. This this female woman is yeah. kind of you know she's a lot, so we'll we'll handle it. From yeah. Here. Don't don't. Tell all your bear friends. And then five minutes later, he'll be like calling the bear back to eat me. <laughs> You're like, hey, listen, I changed my mind. Come back. It's, it's easier right, if you just back. eat her. I can see that. He'd be like, Smokey, come have back. You ever, have you ever seen a bear in the wild? No. No. No, I'm pretty sure I just hit my pants. No, there's only brown, uh, black bears here. So like, no, I'm talking about like if I was in Alaska and a, and a well, yeah, well, bear, again, like, it'd be, by. I mean, obviously it's like with any animal, you always want to, you know, have respect for it. You don't ever put yourself in between the animal in danger, but like, you know, black bears are super cool. They're a lot bigger than I think people think they yeah. are, but it would be cool to go to like Montana and see brown bears yeah, and grizzly bears and stuff. Are there grizzly bears there? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Um, it, it, it always amazes me with nature because mm-hmm. it's like, I've been going to big bear my entire life and I've never seen a bear, but there's not very many. You go to big bear. The first time you ever go to big bear. Yeah, but that, like, bear, that bear. Okay. So like that bear, it's escaped, still a bear. Yeah. But it escaped from the zoo and it had three legs. It so did not. It swear to God, it did. You saw I, a three-legged. I saw. Okay, so like the whole time, this was like the first time, like actually in Big Bear, and I'm like, ah, oh, dude, I'm maybe like 18, and I'm really excited because we're gonna go up there and drink and party and stuff like that. And the whole way, I'm scared, and I'm not scared. I'm just kind of talking shit, and I'm just like, but what if we see a bear? And yeah. Alan was like, we're not gonna see a bear. I'm like, but what if we see a bear? And he's like, you're not gonna see a bear. He's like, I've lived there all my life. You're not gonna see a bear. And we get out of the car, and it's right down the hill from the zoo and you know Big Bear Mountain. I'm like, dude, there's an effing bear. And so Derek grabs a grating stake and runs after the bear because he knows the with bear. With a stake? With, yeah, you know those uh, grating stakes. Oh, I thought you, know, you those, meant like, uh, a, like a piece of meat stake. No, where would he have a piece of meat stake? <laughs> I don't know. He just pulls that out of his pocket. He's like, it's a good thing I wore these shorts today. I, no, because I can visualize him being like, you guys went for safety. I'm going to take this he's, stake. He's going to be able to meat grenade <laughs> and just run after him? No, and then he would like the bear would chase him because he had the stake in yeah. his hand. So anyway, go ahead. No, you just, I mean, because black bears are very timid. Yeah. Um, so they, they, they're, you know, they're usually pretty scared. And so he grabs a grating stake, one of those wooden stakes that are on okay. the side of the road because they were doing yod- yeah. uh, road work, grabs it and runs after the bear. The bear's only got three legs. And it's like, oh, fuck, I'm a zoo bear. And he <laughs> ran away and they ended up catching him like the next morning. I oh, guess he, I guess he escapes a lot. Um, it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Well, then you saw a bear when you were up there hiking with Jason. Remember? Yeah, so yeah, Jason accidentally threw a bear at uh, a banana, banana at a bear. Yeah, and then I saw one stranger, and I saw a couple. There's a lot in Yosemite. Yeah, um, which is funny because that's actually how one of my shirts are made. Yeah, did I ever show you my pink shirt? Yeah, I, the rainbow. Yeah, rainbow, rainbow eight. Rainbow eight. Yeah, yes. yeah, because they don't. Na- you can't name the bear, so you give them na- um, like names and colors. Yeah. And so there was one bear that was in our campsite that wasn't named. 
and uh, stranger. We were, oh, I was, we were just bullshitting with the ranger because they were telling us about the bear. And I was like, can we name the bear? And they were like, normally it's like a color and a number. And I was like, I was really want to call it, you know, like, I don't, I don't remember the name. I, I just make up some random name like Ralph. Yeah. And stranger was like, oh, you should call it like Rainbow Eight. And that was like our, that was like our mascot for the whole trip. That's a cool name. Yeah. Rainbow Eight's a sick name. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we chased it a couple of times. They were just, they just hungry. See, you know, I'm, I would, I would date a guy that could talk to bears. Okay. See, my, my standards are very precise. I would like sure. a bear talk. Yeah. It must be, you know, X height, beard, you know, a little thicker and can talk to bears. It can talk to bears. It can't be that. There's good. I guess it's got to be a good fair amount out there. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. You know, in Mammoth, there's one in the city of Mammoth. There's one bear for every square mile. I say I've been to Mammoth. I've never seen a bear. Really? Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? I don't think I've seen a bear in Mammoth either. Maybe I have. I don't remember. Yeah. So if you, okay. So if I were to say I was like attracted to a type. Sure. It would be, remember when we went white water rafting? Oh yeah. You were Jones. That guy only had like, he was missing a finger. I thought. Nine that fingers. guy wasn't like, he wasn't a big mountain man though. He was kind of like. But that's, he just had this really cool vibe. Yeah. And he, I well, really. he knew who he was. I he was, was like, not jonesing for this guy. You were like. I had a little bit of a crush on you, him. You, okay. So we're in a, we're, dude, it was, it was obvious enough to Brennan and I were like, we looked at each other like, yo, should we find a different raft? It's getting kind of weird between <laughs> mom and the river guy. Yeah. But I mean, it was nice that, that I actually was able to, it, to flirt. It, it didn't go anywhere. It was nice to see you like attracted to somebody. A, a human. Yeah. Yes. You know, yeah, human. Yeah. What a weird context. But it was, yeah, it was nice to see you actively pursuing a romantic person. Yeah. Was it, was I super excited that I was on the same raft as this weird love connection? No, no, I wasn't. <laughs> you know, did I need to hear about it the whole entire time? No, I did not. not talk about him at all. You, t- I, okay. So I, it was painfully obvious that it seemed like you both enjoyed each other's company. We did. Sure. Nothing ever came of it, but you know what? We enjoyed our yes. day on the river. Yes. And then after we left, I, you were like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And then Brandon <laughs> and I were like, okay. We've been oh, Brandon, no. this is you sunburned. And, yeah, this is you and Brandon. Was, was, he, was he heading on mom? Oh, no. I don't know. I think he was. What do you think? I don't know, but no, it was no. uncomfortable. It was painfully obvious it wasn't painfully obvious but it was obvious that you both you know it was just good you know i want my mom to to find somebody you say that now but it was pretty crappy i wasn't on a raft then or i'm not on a raft now i was on a raft then i had you flirting with the river guy and i had brandon who i swear to god could not stop complaining about water getting his ear because he kept turning his stupid ear into the into like the crashing rapids the rapid would come all you have to do is just take it in the face brandon irrationally paddling no he turns his head every time to the left and water goes into his left ear. And he goes, water keeps getting in my ear. I'm like, bro, just, it's water. Just take it in the face. And, and then I'm easy. all like, ooh la la. Yeah, and you're like, oh my gosh. You're, and you kept trying to like fall off the boat. You're like, I hope someone doesn't catch me. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I remember, um, remember that other boat and we were having boat wars? Yeah, no, because it was, I remember, because oh it was that family God. of like whiny kids. And they were like, that was the they worst. were like, you could tell they were like city folk because that- they were, they all had like matching like rash guards. And the kids were like complaining. They're like, I just want to go home. Like, I'm, I'm, that was I'm like, to me, that was the epitome of what I could. I, I mean, within two minutes mm-hmm. of them setting down, I'm like, if we get deserted on an island, we're eating them first. You told that to the raft guy. I told it to their face. You did say it to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun. I would totally write water raft again. That was, yeah. I would do that whole trip again. You know, like, because we, we went from here to, I think we drove straight to Tahoe. We, uh, no, we, well, we yeah. had, yeah, 
We drove because we stopped at Mammoth, Mammoth for, lunch, for lunch, but we kept, we drove mm-hmm. all the way through to Tahoe. And Tahoe, we went down to Whitewater Raft, and then I think we stayed the night in Bishop. No, no, no. no. We went Whitewater rafting, and then we stayed. Where did we stay that? Okay, first? we okay. We drove the first day all the way up to um, Tahoe. Lake Tahoe. Yeah. We went Whitewater rafting, stayed in Lake Tahoe one more time. That's right. Then we went to the and glorious. Then all of a sudden, oh, no. Mrs. Fancy Pants and and Prince Fancy Pants. Dude, we were in the fucking you deliverance. Babies. Oh no! Your I, idea of a campsite no. is not a parking you, lot in I swear, a auto repair shop. I, I what you just wanted to roll out the red carpet. I would like a tree lamp. And you just wanted running water, <laughs> you know, like it just like you were just complaining. I would like a tree so instead nice. of an auto body it shop. It was so nice. Okay, so like it's impossible okay. to find a campsite in Yosemite without yes. a reservation. It's impossible. Yes. It's impossible. Yes, without a doubt, hundred percent. There's a campsite called Deliverance no, RV it's Park. Glen something. Glen Oaks, I think, outside Something of Yosemite. Like that. Um, really, really nice. I've stayed there before with Stranger. Beautiful. Okay, Fantastic. No, no. There's a little babbling brook. You know, on the other side, it's an it's okay, it's an industrial, you know, there's there's used cars. It was no, no, no. Okay, we're going through, okay, so you say this beautiful RV it park. Is. All right. We're driving through Bishop. Now Bishop's beautiful. Okay, it's a pretty town. Do, were we driving through Bishop? That's where the R V park is. No. Bishop's near that's near Mammoth. What's the, what's the city then that that? Let me go. Let me go get my shirt. Hang on a second. So I, okay. It's the High Sierra RV Park in Oakhurst, California. Okay, so we're driving through the lovely city of Oakhurst. Beautiful city. All right. Now we've been, we're going camping. Yeah. I'm expecting mountains and trees. Well, right. no, no. I, I okay, let you, you talk. You go. You go. So I'm driving. And then I'm like, he's like, okay, we're going to be turning up here. I'm like, turning where? There's no mountains. There's no trees. We're, we're literally in a, a city. And so he's like, okay, turn here. I'm like, turn into a mobile home park? And he's like, yeah, just turn in here. Keep going. I'm like, okay, well, apparently it's going to drop into a ravine of, you know, trees and a meadow. So he's all like, yeah, so keep going. So we go past the mobile homes to the RVs, to the back, behind the bathrooms of a dirt parking, a strip of a dirt parking lot. And he's like, here. And I'm like, here the fuck what? <laughs> I don't see the problem. Yeah. It was beautiful. So Brandon had to shit. Yeah, so Brandon, okay, so Brandon is, okay, so I would, I would consider you as a beginner camper or like a beginner into the into the bushcraft kind of thing. No, so. I think I'm a, I'm a, I wouldn't say I'm a super beginner. I have my own tent. Okay, yeah, but you bought your tent for that trip. So it doesn't matter. I'd slept in it once, okay. twice. So I would, okay, so you are an entry level. How about that? That's a little nice. Okay. Entry level camper kind of mm-hmm. thing. Brandon almost never camps. Brandon brought a bag Bra- full of nothing. Yeah, Brandon was like, okay, Brandon, pack. You literally got a trash bag and just grabbed random clothes. And so Brandon's, right. Brandon's not comfortable you know, kind of camping or not, I would say you know, uncomfortable. He's just, it's just new to him. It's new to him. And Brandon's a nervous pooer. And it's <laughs> always been like that where he doesn't feel comfortable pooping in uncomfortable situations. Correct. And that's and in any place that's not his bathroom is an uncomfortable situation. Okay. So this is like day three or four and he hasn't gone in the bathroom. And so he's nature and time are just not working with him. No. So here we're pulling up. So now he, you're starting but he to also, say- But he also tried, remember he tried at the very top. I think he tried in 
Yosemite or you tried somewhere else? Well, probably in the Lake Tahoe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because we hadn't made it to Yosemite that's yet. Right, that's right, that's right. So, try to get so in, let's, try it, let's yeah. paint the scene. We just pulled into the mobile home park yes. that turned into an RV park, which beautiful, there was not a tent in sight. Yeah, it's because everybody was in their RVs. Yeah, no, and they all came out and looked at us at the same time because they were like, what are these strangers There's doing in our RV park? There's not a lot of people in Oakhurst. They probably wanted okay. to make new friends. So we're driving through. Brandon is at the capacity and he just has to poop. And I, there's I a nice bathroom there. I am just beyond myself. Oh, you are so, so... You and I are into it. We're having an argument. Oh, yeah, because I am like, there is no way mm-hmm. in hell mm-hmm. I'm staying here. Mm-hmm. So we pull over. Brandon and scurries, to, scurries the to the bathroom. You right and there. I are having a full-on argument. And I'm like, I'm not staying here. You're like, I will not lay my head down on this ground. And I was like, I, what is the problem? I was yes. like, this is a great area. You it's can fantastic. call me bougie if you want. I am not. Uh, yeah. We were, we're going to be so murdered bougie. in our sleep. I talked to the fabulous lady. We actually ended up getting a second park uh, campsite so we can actually put our tents down. We had to rent two campsites to make it even the size for us to even be able to park our car i don't again i don't then see the problem i'm like okay if i have to stay here in the parking lot can i have this patch of grass mm-hmm. no you may not yeah because it was reserved it was reserved for somebody who wasn't there. the best part though is like okay, okay so like so you and i are we're we're just going at yeah it, we're in the we're thick not of quiet. it yeah no we're in the thick of it and all of a sudden brandon comes out yeah and he's <laughs> pale he's as white as like snow yeah and we're like brandon are you okay what's wrong and he goes like the water touched my butthole. I'm unclean. <laughs> I'm unclean. I'm forever unclean. <laughs> he was like, we have to go. Yeah. I can't be here anymore. And you're, I was like, all right, it's two yeah. against one. I'm, I'm not, apparently, I'm not winning. And so we drove and yeah. we drove to yeah. uh, Fresno. I, no, we, well, we, we actually decided, okay, and if you remember correctly, I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm going to just give it mm-hmm. a chance. Yeah. I'm going to go to, we're going to go to Yosemite mm-hmm. and then we're going to figure out what we're going to do. Yes. So I diversion, let's get to Yosemite. We go to Yosemite. We have a great time. It's we nice. see the beautiful things. Mm-hmm. And then we drive back to this RV park okay. and it was like, no, I cannot do it. I love y'all. I just cannot camp here. Mm-hmm. There, the the guys working on the cars in the auto center. We gotta make a living. I don't understand why are, you guys are so against. This. Where's my squirrels? <laughs> I just wanted squirrels. You know, I didn't want to hear. It's not like it's all night, and it's not like you're gonna be there during the day. I don't care. All right, this babbling brook had like it was yeah. I just like drink it. I'm just saying it babbles. Okay, yeah, no. So anyway. So anyway, so we're like, let's just go have something to eat, and then we will just drive, because mm-hmm. we were going to the Redwoods. We had, we, no, we had to go. No, no we were going to uh, Kings Canyon. Kings Canyon. So we're just going to go and find a hotel. So the hotel was actually, what, like two hours away? Yeah, it was like an extra two hours. We got there at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. It was, and in, it didn't it was matter. in Fresno. It didn't matter. I was going to drive. And yeah. it was not a cheap hotel, but I did not care. Yeah, it was a holiday and it was nice. Yes. And that was the most glorious shower Ugh. I had ever taken with this beautiful bed. But yes. You fancy pants, lady slickers. Yeah, but Remember it, that? Yeah, but then after that, you almost got Brandon and I killed because you're over here. You almost got us killed again. It, remember? Okay, so we're in Fresno. And then we had to stock up with supplies when we went to Target. And one of the supplies oh, in Target was we were buying, I think we bought like hot dogs and things like that. And there was a weird, it was my birthday. crazy homeless guy outside of Target when we walked in. 
And we're like, that was a really weird, crazy homeless guy. And we were like, yeah, we agree. And so when we got all our stuff, so we went back out into the car and we, we had the cooler out of the car and we were packing everything as you do. Well, as Brandon and I are packing, this homeless guy really takes a liking to Brandon. <laughs> and so he starts coming over. He's got one shoe on. He's like, he's got like a 10 fold hat and he's like speaking gibberish to Brandon. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're on the other side of the car. I was oh, safe. Janice just wished me happy birthday. Uh, guys, remind me to send her a text later. I'm gonna. Wish, I'm gonna say thank you for the happy birthday wishes. And we're like, well, we could really use a hand. And you're like, hang on, mommy's looking at at these nice messages. And the guy's like licking his lips, looking at Brandon, putting his finger in his belly button. And you're like, oh, these are these are the greatest birthday wishes ever. Again, y'all, you know, I, I, you have to just watch your surroundings. Yo. God, it was, you were yelling at me because of that. I mean, I, what did you want me to do? Did you I, want me to go over and fight no, the homeless no, guy? No, no. What you? I would like it of is an extra pair of hands to expedite the process before Brandon gets eaten by this homeless guy. <laughs> That's what I was wanting. Yeah, I got in a lot of trouble for that one. <laughs> and you were like, "What did you want me to do?" And Brandon's like, "Help!" <laughs> I asking was, for a lot. I was telling people, "Thank you for the birthday wishes." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you. Stood on that ground for a long time. For a long time. Yeah. And then we went to Kings Canyon. And remember, it was completely full. Mm-hmm. Except for that one, one very, spot. very, very last parking it spot. Was a nice, it was a nice campsite. It was perfect. Yeah, it was nice. It was yeah. great. Um, and then we had the very nice neighbors. And they kept on saying, oh, we had that um, that saying that we did. That went, oh, wow. Oh, yeah, we did the Owen Wilson thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. And then we were talking to her, and she was actually like, where are you from? And we're like, San Diego. She's like, oh, wow. Yeah, we all started like, dying ah! laughing. Yeah, they were, they, were, they were good. It was a great trip. I mean, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think I would have changed anything. Um, yeah, it was, it was, I would really like to do that again, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And even the experience of you trying to get us to stay in that RV park mm-hmm. was fun. But again, when we're... When we are planning trips, I think that maybe you shouldn't plan them anymore. What? No. Well, it's le- it was like left brain, right brain thing. Like you and I compliment each other um, because like you are like, I feel like you, you and I, I like, like to have things. trees when yeah, I you camp. Like, you like you and I, well, although to be fair though, when we did the road trip up to Oregon, I think you planned the majority of it and it turned out to be a really nice trip. It was a very nice yeah. trip. So, okay. Yeah. Maybe I wouldn't like, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't like planning. That's why I like, I like going to Yosemite with Alan. <laughs> remember, the stranger. remember up in um, Oregon mm-hmm. when those people were being super loud? Ugh. That was good. Yeah. That's yeah. a whole different podcast. For That's a whole, a whole day. yeah. We'll yeah. have to leave them with a teaser on that one. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. There's just a lot of really good trips, you know? Well, we have a lot of, I mean, that's just the whole thing is, it's like, I feel like we've always just kind of marched to our own like little Sure. Drummer. Well, we, we bring, we, we find humor in everything we do. And I exactly. think, and I think that's how you should just look at life. Like, even if like somebody's having a hissy fit because they have to sleep on dirt, doesn't mean that it's like a, a ruined experience or it doesn't mean that it can't be an enjoyable Or if somebody memory. has to put hot dogs in a cooler faster because somebody wants to, you know, yeah. murder them, yeah. you know, and it's like, it's, it's, it, we you know, made it's, it. And that's, and that's what life's all about you know it's finding those those little things that kind of big small pieces to a big picture yeah because it pretty much seems like no matter what obstacles we have faced we always find the like you said you there's we always find humor in it yeah there's always something to laugh you know that's yeah. just laugh or cry i'd rather laugh you know i would like to take you guys back to yosemite um i'd really like to go camping up in, but if we, if i go back to yosemite i just want to get out of the village and no, i want to actually hike up no into, here's what we'll do is we'll start a stranger and i do it what we do is we we you you park in the valley right you take a bus all the way up to Tulami meadows mm-hmm. and then you you hike basically back to your car so it's like four days of hiking oh cool but you go from Tulami meadows to higher cathedral 
or upper cathedral lakes and then from there to it's like one part kind of just in the middle of anywhere and then it's to little yosemite valley and then it's back home see i think i could do that oh, it, oh you could totally do it there's not really that much elevation gain the only part would be would when, when you go up to um leadership point Glacier Point's really the only like in crazy well, elevation the, game. The hills in San Francisco were super steep. Yeah, just think of it as practice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I would totally like that. Yeah, we'll start because I know you have to plan a couple of months out. Maybe I'll start booking something. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Except we have to figure out. We'll just have Brandon come over. Yeah, just uh, for spending the night and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, Liberty. If y'all don't know who Liberty is, Liberty is my. My beautiful baby girl. We'll have to have a, 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 a sit-in babysitter. You know what? I could do that. Yeah, like I an could, au pair? Yeah. 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 You know, come in and hand, hand feed her some, some Yeah, because Lord knows she, I mean, she's, yeah, she's. She has a certain standard that she likes to, mm-hmm. to adhere to. Yeah. So she has her cheese schedule that she must, you know, Abide keep. by. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, well, that well, was awesome. fun. Yeah, it was cool. You know, and by all means, um, please plan your camping trips. If you carefully. need, if you need help planning, let me know. <laughs> if you have no fear of tetanus, let them know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you're, if you've had all your shots. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Robert's travel services. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, cool. Well, welcome. Thank you very much. Again, you can um, find us on social media. Mm-hmm. Gray hair and tattoos. Robert is. I should just. I'm just gonna just find me on Instagram. Robert Robert Pike Pike. There you go. Yeah. You can always find Robert through my TikTok if you want yeah. to. So anyway, you guys, thank you. I hope you enjoyed it. And we will see you on the next episode. Bye.